And we're back. Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. We are on episode. You know what? I'm not even saying this dude's number. So I'm going to go with 46. We skip at 45 because the president sucks and because Ishmael <laughs> and Paul lost the last episode. So we're just going to totally skip 45. 45 does not exist to us. I'm taking so that So how y'all now. been, man? It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Word. It's, it's been, been a long break. Yep. Glad long to be break. back. I know some of our loyal listeners wonder what happened because we didn't really give them notice. We, we took a holiday break. Uh, like Ryan said, we had an episode that was lost. Ryan was sick. We had a guest. Paul Very jacked sick. it up. Uh, so we just kind of <laughs> disappeared for like a month. But we're back. So all the loyal listeners, appreciate you for tuning back in. Happy yep. New Year. And uh, another good year ready for the Black Delegates Podcast. For sure. And I just got to say, I just want everybody to know, I'm putting everybody on notice. New Year, same me. Expect some really trash <laughs> hot takes, Black America. You ain't getting nothing better out of me this year. If you thought I was going to prove you're wrong, let's do right, this. Well, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> it's January 7th, 2019. First, first podcast of the year. Uh, I was truly sick. So let's lead it off, I guess, with me since I was... Uh, uh, mm, since I was talking, I guess I'll say. I'll take that out. But um, truly sick, truly sick. I got a, a bout of food poisoning. Uh, it was the tastiest food poisoning I've ever had, though. But uh, it, it was some kind of way right after that. Sick as a mug. I had a fever. I was down. I couldn't do nothing. Y'all was talking about what y'all was doing for the podcast. I didn't care, for real. I was just like, <laughs> if we never do it again, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm balled up in this cover in the fetal position, uh, shivering. Yeah, I was so, legitimately worried uh, was about y'all. I, I was texting my homie. I was like, I was like, "Yo, man, how you doing?" And I didn't hear back from him for like four or five hours. I was like, "Oh man, it can't be good. It can't be good." No, it was bad. I was not looking at my phone. Period. <laughs> I didn't watch no TV. Man, I ain't do nothing. TV was off. I didn't want to hear no sounds. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. I, I put my phone on silent and just laid in the bed. So yeah, um, strapping the diaper, thing. strapped that diaper on and went to bed, huh? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> But uh, other than that, man, I mean, my, I had my birthday last Wednesday, so uh, that was cool. Uh, did some old man stuff, just chilling. Thank you, thank you. Literally didn't do nothing. Watch Netflix, same old, same old, because I don't care no more. Because <laughs> 39 years old, I was like, I really ain't, uh, ain't got no plans, didn't want no plans, didn't want a big deal out of it, so that's what I did. Um, got to hang out with the kids because I was off for a week. Uh, last week, just because they out of school too, and I could anytime you could say that money on that daycare, because our daycare don't make you pay if you ain't there. So I was like, yeah, um, they gonna be off the week before and this week. So I figure I can save a little money. Kicked it with them when saw uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That was the kids' first movie, so that was cool. Uh, everybody behaved properly. Trenton loved it. Avery loved it. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, that was that's pretty much my week. What about y'all? Um, Paul, how was your week? My week was trash, man. I didn't do anything special. <laughs> I, I've been I've been off work for like better part of a month, man. So I haven't, I've just been hanging around the house, kicking it. The weather's been kind of yucky, so I couldn't really do much. Just man, just I've been home so long that the, you know the, the kids out of school. You know the wife is here all day long, and so we're just all in the house together, and, and we we about to kill each other, man. So yeah, other than that, <laughs> nobody's murdering <laughs> each other here, but we just all sick of each other. So today was the first day back at work. 
kid went back to school. So yeah, everything's kind of getting back to normal. You know, just getting a little quietness, quietness in the house. But uh, yeah, man, just been just been hanging out, man, just enjoying ourselves, man. I had I didn't I, I didn't really do anything special. Watch that bird box. That was about the only thing, and it was not that good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I did watch that. And so me and Ryan had a lot of uh, debate back and forth about that. Because I, was fine. I figured if I took my contacts out, I would survive the whole bird box. And I was, uh, <laughs> and Ryan said, and, Ryan doesn't Me and my me. wife talked about that. We was like, well, I guess it's possible, but, you know, you probably see something. They'll just get really close to your face. Bro, I, <laughs> you'll I, still be able to see them. If I roll over in bed, I can barely see. I can, if I have my contacts out, I can barely make out the my, my alarm clock with the figures. I got oh, like, to get like a I'm foot away from it. I'm like, oh, okay, it's 558. All right, time to get up. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I'm the same. Word. But so anyway. They'll find a way. They'll they find a way. Well, what about you, Ishmael? You're the coolest one out of all of us. For sure. Uh, axe throwing, golf, uh, frisbee, frisbee golf. Uh, what'd you do? No, man, I, I played it low-key. Uh, like Paul, I had a little bit of time off. Uh, I think I told you I discovered late in the game that I had a week longer of vacation than I thought. Uh, so I kind of sprinkled that. How do you do that? that? Right. I kind of sprinkled that across the uh, the last two weeks of the year with the holidays. So I had a a, a nice uh, time amount of time off and really just lounged around the house, just chilled. Watch that uh, bird box uh, like y'all did. Thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, you know, the biggest thing, of course, I uh, already talked about the last podcast. You know, that whole deal. We found that replacement. We recorded the show. It was a good show. <laughs> Ended up not saving, you know, and trying to figure out if we could save it some kind of way. And that didn't work. Uh, so that was a big thing. Otherwise, like I said, just, just chilling, man. Uh, I did. I went up to one of my homies' house a couple weeks ago to watch one of the college playoff games. And he's an architect, so he's got a VR system set up to where when he designs buildings, he has a program to where people can walk through. You know, you put the VR mask on, you walk through the design or whatever. But he also got some games on it or whatever. So we were playing that. He asked me if I wanted to borrow it, you know, like the whole system, his laptop, the vr sensors the headset like all of that so i was like bet so right now i got a little vr system in the crib so i play that every once in a while mainly the creed the little boxing game so i'm down here you know getting these these virtual hands going uh so that's really been that's really been it man i am back to work now as well so uh back on that grind too do you feel crazy when just punched into the air for the vr because it's got to feel weird no, it doesn't really feel weird. Now, of course, the wife, one day she came down and she was kind of watching me play it. Well, she's played it. When I first got it, she came down. She uh, saw what it was about. But uh, one day I was playing and she came down. She was standing on the steps. And when I took off the mask and she was just standing there looking, and I'm sitting there like I know she's trying to record me. <laughs> and I put the mask back on and I'm playing. And I... I took off the helm, the headset again, and she's still just standing there and did that a couple times. And then, of course, she sent me a text of me in the VR headset, you know, throwing punches. So I look crazy when I'm doing it, but when I'm actually in the game, you don't feel crazy because you're just totally immersed. So it's pretty cool. I might, I might get one down the line. No joke. I thought that uh, wife catching you story was going to go a, a whole different way, but let's move on. <laughs> let's, go, let's, go some, let's go on something else. <laughs> 
Is have you seen that uh like that YouTube video where the little dude put the VR joint on and then just start punching his own TV? Just like fell into the TV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to send you that. Yeah, he got the VR helmet on and they was telling him what to do. And I guess he he thought he was gonna step in and swing. He just kept swinging closer and closer to the TV till he punched. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's possible because I mean it totally you're totally immersed in that world. There's been a couple times where I done bumped up against my couch, like my leg will go into the couch, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm getting getting too close. And one time I actually did punch one of the sensors. Like I just felt I punched something, and I took the mask off, and I saw it was the, it's actually a, on a tripod. So I punched the tripod that the sensor's mm-hmm. on. So I was like, ooh, I'm glad I ain't break that because I ain't trying to uh, buy that man a whole new VR sensor. But, yeah, you can get uh, lost in the game. So you could definitely tear up some stuff if you're not careful. Does it make you feel like sick when you do it? Cause I, man, I can't play regular games too much uh, nowadays. Uh, like you kind of get motion sickness. No, it doesn't make me feel sick. I'm not really one to suffer from motion sickness. I never really have for real. The one thing that's weird, he's got a like a shooting game where you just go around this building and you try to you know kill the other people or whatever. And in that game, I forget what it's called, but there's stairs. So the oddest part is like when you're going up or down stairs in the game, but in real life you just standing on the flat surface. So that's uh-huh. like the weirdest feeling. It's weird. Is, you huh. know, just experiencing that visually, but in real life you just sitting there uh, on the flat ground. So you don't and have to move your legs like you like you walking. Usually in those games you walk more with your hands because you got controllers in your hands. So. Oh, okay. You're usually moving a joystick or a thumb pad or something to move, but you can um, you can move your legs and stuff. It does full body tracking, but if you're trying to go forward or backward, because they don't want you walking into walls or TVs, you do that with your hands, so you're staying mainly in the same uh, general area. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Please tell your wife to send me the, the the video you with the Stevie Wonder glasses on doing the VR. I gotta see this. <laughs> I, I need a I need a good laugh for the new year. Hey, I, I'm I'll I'll get it, and uh, I I have to get her to send it to me again because the one she sent was you know when you send videos over mobile I don't know how y'all's go it's usually trash so I need to tell her to email it to me I'll put it in the group chat y'all can see what these hands do you could tell I was knocking dudes out you could just see. <sighs> <laughs> They're getting whooped up on by Piston Honda. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yep, all right. That's about it. Sounds good, sounds good. So, I guess we can get right on into it and check out these news stories. Um, let's start off with... No clever names or anything like that on these. We've been slacking. Centoya Brown. Centoya Brown. Y'all heard uh, uh, of Centoya's story. Uh, it's the Tennessee woman who had um, s- some years ago um, was apparently, uh, I guess, taken into the sex ring. And uh, she was bought by a particular dude who had uh, kept her uh, for sex. And in order to escape her, her captor, she uh, killed the man. And uh, she was later prosecuted, of course, for murder. And she received, she got, she got a life sentence, didn't she? Yep. Yeah, she got life a life sentence. sentence. She was 16 she got, years old when it happened. She was tried uh-huh. as an adult, got a life sentence. Uh, I think she could get parole after something crazy like 40 years or something like that. 51 years 
and then she would have been eligible for parole. And so she, she, we got some good news out of this story. Uh, I mean, I guess it's, it's good now. It's better than nothing. But uh, the uh, the governor uh, of Tennessee granted her clemency, and so uh, her uh, sentence will be vacated as of August. August, which is the so, nuts uh, part, man. Like, why wait till August? Yeah. Like, why, why, why does she have to sit? Like, who? We, we, I think we talked about this in another story a long time ago. Like, you know, somebody like, oh, you get out, we, we grant you release, but you got to stay in there for like three more months, man. That's going to be the worst. Those five, six, eight months is going to be the longest eight months of her entire time in there. That's just, that's just ridiculous, man. Let her go now, man. That's it. Right, right. I agree. What do you think, Ishmael? Yeah, I do think they should, should definitely let her go now. But I do feel like having that date, I don't think it's necessarily going to go by slow because – Beforehand, she's looking at, you know, she served, what, 15 years, so she's looking at another 30-some years before she can get out. Now she has that date, August, so I feel like like she's going to be happy. Like, she's going to be living on cloud nine until August because she knows that there's a definite date where she can get out as long as she doesn't do anything crazy because even when you're looking at parole, and after 51 years, that's a possibility. Like, you still have to go to the parole board. Maybe. And you have to yeah, make right. your case, and you might get out. But in this t- it's situation, nuts. at least she not has only does she have to wait till Not only does she have to wait till August, but she's got, after that, she's got 10 years of probation, which is like, it's just, I mean, like, okay, I, I props to the man for giving, giving her clemency and all that. I'm going to give him a grudging uh, props, but... Like that's it's, that's just too much, man. Just just yeah, uh, two years probation and get her out now, man. That's that that seems long enough, man. This lady's she's in her forties, man. I don't think she's gonna do anything else. Leave her, just leave her alone. Uh, but man, when we so were we kids, said uh, we said that she had been in fifteen years, right? right? She'll be fifteen years in August. She's thirty. That'll be that'll be the fifteen years. Yeah. She's thirty. That's years crazy. Old. Man, crazy. just just imagine missing all every your entire. Just imagine being locked up from the time you were fifteen or sixteen until you're third. I mean, just think how much of your life you've missed out on, man. Come on, that's just she don't know nothing else. And then how long was she a captive? Uh, probably a couple years. Put or so, that in you know? there too, I mean, right? So she doesn't she doesn't know anything besides being locked up. Word. And I mean, I hope things work out for her, man. I hope she get the help she need for real. And like some, you know, because it's gonna be hard for her, man. She got no, she got no skills on her resume, nothing, and you just coming out. Yeah, and, it sounds you know, like she expect a, you to, to be okay. I was reading something that sounds like sounds like some some employers there in the Nashville area. There there there's there's people on record at least willing to give her, you know, because she's kind of got some, you know, I wouldn't say celebrity, but you know, she's she, people know about her plight and stuff like that. So it sounds like yeah. she might even have like some job prospects lined up, which is. Man, word. That's a that's a real tough thing when you come out of jail, man. It's like one of the hardest things to just be a productive member of society, get a job, man. So if, if there's companies that are going to give her a, a chance to work, I think that's that's great. That's going to help her out a lot, I think. But yeah. man, but for ten years she got to be going to her parole officer and all word. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Is she on probation? Yeah, yeah probation. You still got to do that on probation? Yeah. Yeah, she had to do that. I mean, the thing is, is like you said. Well, no, not a parole officer because that's for parole. She's going to pro- right. she's going to be on probation yeah, for probation. ten years. But she's gonna have a probation officer, so right. she's gonna have to check in. He's gonna call in. He's gonna come by and check the place, all that stuff. For ten years, man. Ten years, man. That's still kind of like being in jail a little bit. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm glad jail, she out, man. I think I'll would take it. But with you a lot. Now, if you, if I you mean, free, that's what I said. I'll take it. But if you free, clearly you don't want to have to do that, and it is definitely an inconvenience. But if you're gonna take that versus being locked up, I'm sure she don't care nothing about that. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they might not let you lead a, well, I don't know if you could lead a state. But, you know, they got all kind of rules for that kind of stuff, man. Is there a legal reason why when these type of things go down that they can't immediately be released? That I'm not sure. Well, they're, pro- they're probably, I mean, she did kill the dude. I mean, like, I, you know, I, like, yeah, she was underage, but it was, I think it was a little, maybe a little murkier than that. So she did kill, did kill a guy. Uh, she probably had some kind of reason to do it. But so I, I guess they're, they're trying to, you know, find some kind of middle ground for the, the governor. Obviously, he's a Republican, probably trying to, you know, not seem like he's going soft on crime, but. He's uh, trying to trying to you know at least correct this wrong. I think so. Yeah, so I think. I, think I mean, clearly she had a reason. Clearly she had a reason. I mean, clearly. she's being held captive and be, and being raped on a regular basis. No, man, like she shouldn't get nothing. But I'm just wondering what's the legal reason. Whenever they grant somebody clemency, why is it that they still have to sit around and wait for uh, somebody to come get them out? I feel like once you say, "Hey, we are wrong. We wronged you. You should get out immediately." But I think. I think clemency, and I mean, like, I need to be home by dinner. I think clemency and a pardon are different. Like, if he granted her just a pardon, then I think yeah. she could get out as soon as she – it would still take, you know, maybe a couple of days or a week for them to do the processing and get all the paperwork or whatever. But I think if he just granted her a pardon saying, look, we, we overturned this or whatever, then she could get out sooner. When you do clemency, it's a little bit different. Um but I agree with Paul. I think a lot of it's a political uh, decision to where he wants to still try to, you know, he wants to be fair and say, look, you shouldn't be in here or you shouldn't serve this life. But he doesn't want to just let her out today because then that Republican base is going to be like, wait a minute, you letting these uh, brown folks, black and brown folks out of prison like that? You just freeing them? So I think he wants to, to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. Ten years, ten years That's probation sad. on top of all this. It's, just, it's too much, man. Just let her, let her go. It's a, it's a girl. She ain't gonna. More than likely, she's not gonna repeat anything. We we hope, but uh, uh, props to her, man. Get get out of there. Hope, just just do your time until August. Yo, That's and, and I will point out once again. We go back to some some old episodes when Paul and Ryan, matter of fact, y'all were talking about how Kim Kardashian was worthless. Oh, I mean, Kim uh, K had a role in this. She no, she did not. Did she? <laughs> no, she did yes, she not. Did. Amy, Amy Schumer, Kim Kardashian, Ashley Judd, like they all kind of had this campaign going to uh, get her released from prison. So Kim K played a role in it. Just saying. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did Shout see like on, I did see like TMZ. They were they were mad hyping it up. Like Kim K get that celebrates because she gets Centoya Brown out. I was like, oh please, man, get out of here, man, <laughs> get out of here, get out of here. She just uh, they just glob her onto any any of these stories, man. I'm so I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Anyway, let's move on, man. All right, next story. What are we gonna talk about next? Let's get into your let's get let's get into your boy. Let's get into your boy. No, I'm you gonna do this one, Paul. Go ahead and introduce this story, man. Tell us what it's about. With you, what you in and out, in and out. What you got? You talking about on the list? Yeah, this is your story. We, we got to talk about uh, Jay and Beyonce. Okay, okay, okay. Story. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so. Uh, so I know y'all, the black delegation definitely rides with Beyonce and y'all two are, correct me if I'm wrong, on record as Jay-Z is your goat, your rap goat, right? Yes. Correct. Ish. Correct. He's in the running for my rap goat. I uh, can't definitively say this he dude. is, but he is right this there. Dude. Okay. This dude. 
this I, I need to know who this I need to know who is who, who well, yeah we got to know who we dealing with man you never know who you got in your corner you don't hit oh but anyway so not, so not sure hey it's not Pac, sure it's Jay those two are right there neck and neck and big is in third twenty big years is ago kind of been surpassed a little died bit twenty years ago he had a shorter career so Pac, I mean Jay's died longevity ago. puts him up there but. I'm gonna say that Ryan, you never, you never told me Ish was a big Pac stand, man. I can't believe this. I can't yeah, believe I'm a podcast with this dude, man. Come on. Anyway, he we'll, we'll is, talk man. about that later. Yeah, okay, go, go ahead, go ahead. So we know how the black delegation rocks with Beyonce and Jay Z. They can do no wrong. Uh, you know, they excuse all their behaviors, anything they do, which Beyonce doesn't really do anything, anything problematic. Uh, Jay Z maybe a little more so, but not not too much. But everybody, you know, everybody's got the love fest going for both these two. So there, a little story came out over the over the holidays. Saying that uh, Beyonce and Jay Z want their fans to go vegan in 2019, and so I just want to know: Does the black delegation, are we riding with this? Are, uh, is the black delegation gonna try veganism in 2019? Ishmael, when I get <laughs> Hove and Bay money, then I will go vegan. <laughs> See, the thing is, and I don't have a problem with them being vegan. I don't even have a problem with them suggesting that the fans go vegan. Because that's healthy, that's great, that's wonderful, that's what everybody's doing today. So I don't have a problem with that. But the thing is, Beyonce and Jay-Z aren't the ones going out to the grocery store. They aren't there sitting right. cooking those <laughs> vegan meals. They got a personal chef that But wait a minute, wait a minute. You know you know Jay-Z cooks uh, macaroni and cheese for his kids. Oh, I'm sure he, he does. He said that Beyonce was cooking liquid yeah, gold. Yeah, I'm sure every on. once in a while they do that. But they Man, can't. Beyonce, is, you know Beyonce's mac and cheese is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, is they can't cook that liquid gold anymore if you're vegan because cheese is from animals. So as, as oh, far as I go, facts. I can't what do you gonna do? I, I may be able to do veg, right. vegetarian for a while or i probably do something like pescatarian. Uh, but I don't have no problem with meat. A lot of these people, they don't want no uh, bacon. They don't want no sausage. They don't want no hamburgers. They don't want no steak. You know, I'm going to eat all of that. Now, if I get to a point, like I said, if I'm rich and I can eat healthier and have a personal chef do that for me, I'll think about it. But until then, y'all going to have to miss me with that. What about you, Ryan? Well, first of all, you know I'm going to say this is trash. Y'all got to get out of here, all of y'all vegans, all of them. I'm, I'm calling out all of them. Yes, I do. Do I have a problem with veganism? Yes, because y'all keep talking about it. Man, if you want to eat some plants and that's all you want to eat, you don't want to eat no meat? Cool. We got no problem with you. But stop trying to make all of us stop eating meat because you want a more uh, a diversified menu. You know what? I don't want to eat cauliflower that you think tastes like chicken because you ain't never had you ain't had no chicken in ten years. That's on you. You want to put some barbecue sauce on your broccoli and pretend it's chicken? <laughs> Go right ahead. I'm all for it. But guess what? It ain't chicken. It's broccoli. So when you when I eat broccoli, I want to eat broccoli. But when I want a cheeseburger, I'm gonna eat a cheeseburger made out of ground beef that comes from a cow. Cause guess what? Cows would eat us if they could. And that's all to it. Yo, man, I've never tried veganism, like, because there are levels to it. I've tried vegetarianism for, like, about three days, and I was like, I can't do this, and I, <laughs> I'm never going back, and it is the worst thing ever. Now, I, man, you can just, 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 man, look, hey, bacon all day long, don't, <laughs> I'm never trying right. again. How you vegan. give up bacon? How you give up bacon? Now, I, I do want to try, I want to try 
at least vegetarian. Not like I said, I don't think I could do vegan. I want to try vegetarian for like 30 days. So I told my wife I was going to do that at some point. I haven't set a date when. You know, you got to wait to the holidays because I'm not going to be that weirdo at the uh, family dinner during the holiday. Like, no turkey, please. <laughs> With your veggie please cheese. Please pass me the tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to be that person. Right. So now that the holidays are over with, maybe, you know, maybe February. That's the shortest month of the year. So maybe February. I do 28 days of uh, vegetarianism in February. No, okay, we need You can always fast. You can fast whenever you want to, and that could be your fast. 40 days. You should do 40 days. Oh, no. I don't fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you should try it, man, just for like a week or two to see what it feels like. So, so y'all tell me the black delegation is not listening. Beyonce and Jay Z, that's, that's, that's y'all's. Uh, that's y'all's blacker uh, Michelle and Barack, and y'all not riding with, with with these with these two. Mm, the I'm one time, the one time, the entire black population is gonna say y'all can get out of here. Jay and Bay is gonna be on this topic. We ain't finna give up uh, pork chops, bacon, barbecue ribs. Come on, man. We never chicken. Stop it. Hold on, hold it's on. Never hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. So if Beyonce and Jay Z pull up to the to the barbecue at the church at, on, on Sunday afternoon. And they and y'all got the barbecue going. It's the summertime, and they pull out with the 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 baked zucchini uh, patties. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna try them, Ryan, and pretend like you like it, dog. Just be be real. Jay Z gonna get them jokes. Jay Z <laughs> is gonna get them jokes. I'm gonna get on him just like would anybody else that try to come to the barbecue being all vegan. We gonna get on him, man. That's just how it is. You know, he's still the goat, but it is what it is. Hey, I don't and, understand and, the difference Jay, between man. being a vegan and a vegetarian, man. It seemed the same to me. Jay, you're still my number two, but, man, you got to cut that hair, man. Come on. Come on now. You look like Tracy Chapman, for real. Get, get, get that There's haircut. Wrong with a struggle, struggle haircut, man. <laughs> Yo, the if, they, if they came to the barbecue while I was there, I would try their little zucchini burger or whatever. I would eat it, but I'm also <laughs> make sure that I leave... A little bit of barbecue sauce from the ribs I'm eating. It's going to be on Jay-Z's shirt collar. It's going to be on Beyonce's, you know, the lapel of her dress or whatever. <laughs> They're going to leave with some barbecue sauce. It's going to be a little hamburger embedded in their shirt if they come, just to let them know. Yeah. I, I got a feeling that barbecue really did happen. And, 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 you, and you got you got Jay and, and Beyonce separated for a few minutes. And, you, and Ish was talking to him. Like, I, I feel like Jay would turn to you like, like yo, dog, Yo, let, let me get some of them pork and right, pork chops. Exactly. <laughs> you know it. Like, he's like, y'all, y'all like know, please, man. He's, y'all know it was probably Beyonce. Man. It was probably Beyonce's idea to be vegan. And oh, then Jay oh, was just nah, like, you yeah, know I what? Cheated, I, so bet I, it, go I bet it was Gwyneth Paltrow. It's Gwyneth Paltrow, You think so? No. I bet no. it was Jay's idea because low key, no. I think Beyonce is like a little more hood than Jay Z is now. <laughs> like Jay been rich for a little bit longer, and Jay, you know, you could just yeah, see yeah. how he walks now and how he like moves so like delicately. And Beyonce still got a little more hood in her, so I think it was Jay's. You know what? Idea. I'm gonna I'm go with you, man. She she keeping hot sauce in her purse. It's not to put it on broccoli. Man, that man. So she, yeah, the, yeah, Look, yeah, the, I, look I she didn't even write. She don't write none of them songs. She didn't write nothing about that hot sauce. That's that's somebody else wrote that for her. <laughs> look, this is all this is all from Beyonce. I think she Hillary Clinton with, wrote she, that, didn't she? Probably. She <laughs> hangs out with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who 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 y'all know from the uh, Iron Man movies, and she hangs out with that dude from Coldplay. Yep. That's that's Beyonce's buddies, and that's where all this this veganism crap comes from, man. And so Jay Z just got caught in the Matrix, man. He can't say nothing because he he knows Solange gonna give him those hands if he says anything about that's about what this I was veganism. Say. You're trying to you're trying to test their hood card because 
of the veganism thing. I'm sure Solange is a vegan. Solange probably been a vegan for 30 years, but her whole Solange life is yeah. still who is. She's still <laughs> from, from the, the mouth in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I've talked about one story. So now, who wants to take this next nasty story and 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 bring this Ishmael. one? Up? Ishmael. Ishmael. It's on you, man. Right. But he ain't seen the doc. He ain't yeah, seen the doc. So I, I think you. It don't matter. That's why he needs an intro. Okay. That's why he needs an intro. The next story that we're talking about is what a lot of you are already talking about. It's really the hottest story in these streets right now. You got the R. Kelly surviving R. Kelly documentary. I don't even know what channel it's on, Brian. As you just alluded to, I have not watched it. It, it, it seems like they did it. Like a R. Kelly album, you know how when he make a song, he'll have like seven parts. They got like seven <laughs> or eight parts of this documentary, right. so maybe they trolling R. Kelly a little bit with that. Uh, but ever <laughs> since it's come on, everybody is talking about it. Everybody is uh, it's like it's like the water cooler story that everybody's talking about. For me, I know R. Kelly has liked little girls forever, so it's no surprise for me. I don't need right. to watch a documentary to know that R. Kelly is a pedophile. So, Paul, I know right. you watched it. Ryan, it sounds like you may have watched at least part of it. So, what do y'all think Watch about the whole thing. surviving? Well, hey, you, know, you, you may have known that he was a pedophile all this time, but I, I needed to see the documentary to know that he was a pedophile. And, boy, did it live up to the hype. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because now that there I'm is aware, no, now, no question. <laughs> now I am clearly aware that this dude is a pedophile. <laughs> Yo, man. Like, so I... I I've been hearing people talking about it, so I was like, man, I'm going to set my little record, you know, my little TV to record it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch this, like, you know, I don't know, I think I, I think I got up and watched it Saturday morning. I knew it came on, like, Thursday, Friday, the first few parts. Man, I got through two parts, and I was like, I'm good, man. I don't need to see, I don't see the rest of it. I'm, I'm going to try to finish it up, but I saw the first two, and I was like, yuck, man. I had to take a, I, I had to take a hot shower after that, man. I, I felt dirty. The dude is just, he's just nasty. Uh, there's really no need to go into all the details, but this dude just, he, he just, he, he Man, yo, man, there's red flags just from from birth with this dude, man, and and man, you if you hang, hey, if you if you over the age of of 19, I'm gonna give you one year after you graduate from high school. If you over the age of 19, one year removed from high school, if you hanging around a high school, you need to go to jail. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Right. <laughs> and if you in your 20s and your 30s hanging around high schools, oh man, you need to just go ahead and get shot right then on right then and there, man. But yeah, man, the dude's nasty. Uh, Chocolate Factory still 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 slaps though, so I'm, I'm <laughs> I still got some mixed emotions, man. <laughs> Ryan, what about you, man? All right, Ishmael, as you know, uh, if you you probably remember that I was one of the first people that was like, I'm off the R. Kelly. We not listening to it at all, ever around me. I have deleted it from all playlists, and this was way 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 back. Way back, and this was immediately after the video came out, where you was like, "Here's proof," and I was out at that point. Uh, I, it's hard to explain all the backlash that I got from women that I used to talk to or be around at work, and I was like, "Why y'all still listening to that R. Kelly?" And everybody used to be like, "Oh, I ain't do it. It wasn't him." And I'm like, "Didn't you see the video? It was clearly him." And everybody talked to me like I was crazy. And now here we are. Fast forward so many years. Now everybody wants to be like, oh, how could he? Man, I've been trying to explain that arc, that uh, that Aaliyah situation was real. Why did we ignore that? I don't know. I didn't understand why that was okay. Now at the time, I didn't realize that R. Kelly wrote AJ no, nothing but a number. Because then I really would have been oh, on yeah, it back in high school. 
Yeah, I never really, Dog, I never really he, paid attention. He's to that. standing in the background of the album cover, like like looking like a creep. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I never really, I never really, you know, paid attention to that kind of stuff back then. Anyway, uh, not know Aaliyah that close, I wasn't listening to that. But um, yeah, man, it's like this dude has some kind of way. I don't know what it is. He got the gift of gab. He been reading that Iceberg Slim, uh, book. He didn't. He didn't read all the. Uh, uh, all the player books, all the pimp books, and he got the power, man. Uh, he just, he just can, he can, he can talk them into his car, Pied Piper for real. And uh, next thing you know, they don't want to come back home. I don't even so, think. Um, unfortunately, I don't even think it's his game. I don't even think he's necessarily spitting like crazy game. It's gotta be. He just got that voice, you know. Like Paul said, R. Kelly is a bona fide hit maker. Like love him or hate him, he makes them music and so when you yeah. can sing like that women will do whatever especially in your celebrity you're rich i know r kelly used to come to st louis when he would have concerts or whatever and he he was here last year he would go yeah. to the mall like the galleria and i mean just women and girls just all just running just following him wherever he goes so it's like once you had that celebrity you don't have to spit game because you got a, a fat bank account you on tv like the game just got to itself. It, yeah. yeah, but it's still to keep them in the situation that they're in, that they claim that they don't want to be in. You, it's got to be something more than that. It's not just money and fame no more. It's psychological, it's just, man. It's psychological. He, he he molding these girls, man. He 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 finding. He, yeah, he's definitely definitely grooming. He's, he's grooming. He's, he's innately when they underage. He's, yeah, he's innately yeah, finding them yeah. like the ones that are most most open to to suggestion to to, right. to 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 guidance and he just and he, he cutting off all other he basically saying like you, you can't you, you can't, you can't you, no no you can't well yeah he's he's cutting them off but also he's making it he's making it where he's creating the the dependency he like like you de- yeah. depending on me for for your clothes for your food for everything like you you can't go to nobody else yeah. so you got to do what i say and then that from there is just it's just off to the races man Plus, they're just young and impressionable, man. man. But, but oh, you said why? you said you watched two episodes, right? I watched two episodes. I want to ask you first before, like, man, what was so you've seen all of it? So, like, what just give, yeah. just give us the highlight? What, what was the, the the craziest or nastiest part that you saw out of the whole thing? Uh, honestly, and I mean, it was the people that were around him that were working with him, like his oh, his bodyguard did, or yeah, his assistant yeah, and all yeah, of them yeah. telling the stories about how they knew and they kinda like, Oh yeah, he he did get Aaliyah pregnant, but you know, we just or he did say he was just he couldn't stop making videos with underage girls and I just prayed for him. Man, stop that. Yeah. That was the sickest part about it, man, is all the people around him because no one man can do all these things without a team of people. And I mean a team of people coordinating yeah. everything. This dude can't read or write. But a couple of them dudes were like like that music producer. Like I was kind of the, the, with the slick back hair. I don't know his name, man. But, you know, yeah, he was yeah. like, like he was like, yeah, I see him, you know, around the high schools. And stuff. And he was like, yo, man, I think I think it's kind of weird. But he never really said anything. I was like, man, why don't you knock this dude out, man? What the hell is wrong with you, man? Nobody going to say nothing because I guess he, he needed R. Kelly. Right, he needed right. R. Kelly. Yeah, R. Kelly ain't need him. And that's I guess, really man. where his game is the most. You know, I talked about, I said he don't necessarily have to spit game to the girls, but he's spitting game to these other people who are enabling this to go on because when you even think about the girl that was in the videotape you know her family testified on behalf of art kelly saying no this this is not him or this is not her 
You know, that, that, that was not my daughter. So he's paying people off. He's putting people on. I think, I think one of the girls, it might have been that girl's father has been like a guitarist on R. Kelly albums ever yeah. since that thing happened. So it's like he knows how to pay people or how to. I don't give know if it was her father, but they were related some kind of way. To yeah. keep him out of trouble. Man, that's the weirdest and thing then, in the world. And then, I mean, that it was other parts where, like, I understand that, uh, you know, if you don't have the wherewithal to deal with some kind of stuff like that when you're 14, 15, and 16 years old, you know, but then he had some chicks that were, like, 30-something when they met him. Yeah. Or I was, I was 25 when I met him. Come on, man. Like, you didn't. And I don't want nobody to say, oh, you, you, you victim blaming. I'm... I guess I am. I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's like you they, too old. You too old to be falling for that kind of stuff. But man. but I but guess everybody. Yeah, but but you talking about you talking about their own problems. You talking about years on Earth, man. But just because you you so X X Y Z years on Earth, I mean, you're you know mature. You know, everybody matures at different paces, man. Women usually faster than dudes as far as you know mentally, but but in some cases maybe not, man. So maybe you know some kind of way he he, he found these girls that just you know just weren't you know still still. Teenagers mentally, you know, or whatever. You know, I'm not saying they're slow or anything, but just, just immature. And and that that and once he gets his claws into you, man, you can't get out of it, man. And the, the craziest yeah. thing to me about the whole R. Kelly situation is like, because now that we're in the Me Too movement, it's almost universal um, disdain for R. Kelly. Pretty much, most people are like, no, we're not rocking with him. We're not listening to his music. We're not doing this and that. But it seems like the population that's still vigorously defending R. Kelly, that's still riding with him, are like black women from who are like, I don't know, 45 to 55. Older. older. Like, yeah. Older black women are like, we don't believe these girls. We don't. So that's the most interesting thing to me is like, why are y'all riding so hard for R. Kelly? He don't want you. He wants your granddaughter. He wants your daughter. <laughs> right. But they right. just do not believe it. And I think that's that's very interesting. Man, for, man it ain't interesting. It's crazy. Yo, from like, <laughs> like it's it's weird. For, for me personally, man, like I I'm not excusing what he did. And like I'm I do feel a look right currently, like in this current environment, like weird listening to some of his songs. Like if some of the music came on right now. But I don't know, man. I, I like for me personally, this is different than like the Kanye West. Like when Kanye West, even to like now, comes on, like I just I just hit skip. I, I haven't taken I haven't taken nothing out of my, my library. I hit skip. But I feel like R. Kelly. Like I feel like at some point in time, R. Kelly. Like because his music is is it's it's maybe more timeless. It, he's got so many more hits. Like I feel like I'm still gonna have to listen to some of his songs, and I'll be okay with it. I mean, I don't know. Music is is so it's so fickle. Like. Like, I mean, are we going to get rid of Elvis Presley? Are we going to get rid of... Because they talk about that in the documentary. They talk about Elvis Presley. talk about Chuck Berry. And he was doing... And that's, that's STL Goat right there. That's a nasty dude right there, man. Let's be, let's be real. People still listen to his music. So I, I don't know if R. Kelly is really going to get out of here with everybody, man. He, he, I think he might still have a career out of this, man. I, I think he might still still figure... No. You don't think so? Nah, man. He's he's he's, uh, he's, toast. he's He's a burner. He's burning right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... He ain't toast yet. But it's coming. I mean, he's he's losing money. His shows are being canceled, uh, and I think at this point, that's that's how he's making his money. I mean, Man, he'd be uh, straight. He'd go over there. For we're that. not really. 
No, he, he probably not. I mean, yeah, he could probably move out of the country, but he don't really want to do that. Nobody want to do that. Man, he's over to Salt New Brunei and, and play some shows in Hong Kong. He'll be straight, man. I don't think he'll. I don't know about his financial status, but I don't think he's going to run out of money. But I do think that his touring career. He got evicted from a house because he didn't pay for it. So as, as one house, though. Yeah, his, <laughs> Why did he get evicted? Might not have wanted no more. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I know when he came still to St. Louis, like he didn't draw anybody. Like they put him in the uh, family arena out in St. Charles, the family arena, and I think yeah. he had like a thousand people or fifteen hundred people to that concert. Mm-hmm. So he's not drawing like he's going to. And I've said it before: when it comes to my own personal boycott, because I really I don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. Only song I really hear R. Kelly is when I go to weddings and they play Step in the Name of Love and people still get out on the dance floor. I don't know that step. I don't do that step. But I'm not going to expect people to practice the boycotts that I practice. So if you still want to listen to R. Kelly, that's on you. That's your personal decision. I'm not going to flame you for it. I'm not going to talk bad about you for it. But, yeah, I'm all the way out on R. Kelly. Just can't do it. Yo, man. And I yeah, don't listen to Elvis either, so that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk, though. I think, um, I mean, uh, what this is may bring about is that other artists have been using, of course, their influence in this manner probably for a long time. We don't really talk about it. I mean, like uh, Mace had that song about the girl was only 15 and he saw her at the high school or whatever. You remember that song, Paul? She was, I know you she was not 19. You're, you're, right. You're, you're a hip-hop historian, Yo. so you, you remember that. Yeah. And it's, this has happened plenty of times, man. And we just kind of, for whatever reason, overlooked it or we said it was the it was the girl's fault. But there are dudes out here that are preying on, on young, young, young girls. And, and you know we got to get them up out of here, man. If if that's what you're doing, it's not cool. Get out of here. And I think R. Kelly, he's gonna meet his demise at some point. Like that one family, the the husband and and mom that hadn't seen their daughter in three years, uh, they was pretty much like, if I see you again, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> like they didn't say that. He was just like, it's on and popping. But that's what that means. He's they're going to kill them. Somebody is going to kill him. If they get a shot at him. Word. Yo, man. Like, yeah. Man, it's, if anybody yeah, I, killed uh, Zimmerman, ain't nobody about to kill R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't. T- Zimmerman, yeah, it's different. It's different. It just is. I understand that. But if if you, if you your daughter is literally gone, because <laughs> the mama was like, and I ain't scared to go to jail because I've been to jail before. And the daddy was like, as soon as she go, I'm gone. So <laughs> it's like somebody is going to get him. It's only a matter of time, man. Yeah, man. It's it's all look, man. Awesome. Like I said, I only watched two episodes, and I was like, I was ready to be all the way out after the first ten minutes because they played some little clip from BET. I guess maybe after the, during the first original trial, the, the child porn t- trial, and he was like, the, yeah. the interviewer was like, uh, so you know, let's clear up some rumors. Do, I mean, are you are you are you interested in teenage girls? And the and and, and R. Kelly's response was literally. Like define teenage is what define he said, what and, teenage and that's teenage. all. And, they cl- <laughs> and, and man, I was like, right. and I I don't remember that that part of that, but I was like, yo, man, that is it. Just in hindsight, that is if you had to like, <laughs> what part of your brain said like this is a good like that this is the good way to answer this question, man. And anyway, man, like and all I can say is though, man, we, a lot of people are nasty because that tape. Let's be real, man. That's that tape was a was a was a black barbershop. Uh, bestseller when it came out, man. Let's be let's be a hundred percent live on that. 
And that, that, that was definitely an but underage But I don't girl, know if tape, people man. were looking at... I don't think people were looking at that tape for entertainment. They was trying to see, was it him? I don't think it was like that. Because, I mean, I, I watched it. That was the height of the... Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the what was the recording thing we was looking at back then? Napster? Probably. Probably, probably Napster, something like that. Something like that in 2000. So, yeah. Like, that was the height of the Napster, man. I was, I was, uh, I was downloading it. I downloaded it because I wanted to see if it was him. Yeah, man. Because I'm like, dang, that's, that don't seem real. And then when I saw it was him, I'm like, dang, that is yeah, him. I but just knowing I wasn't watching it for entertainment. Yeah, but knowing we know now, it's... I just remember people watching it. I remember people buying it, yo. I remember it's, it's selling like hotcakes in, in, in hood barbershops throughout America. For real. On VHS, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but... And, man, that is... Is that is that trial not the biggest uh, failure in the legal system, like, in our lifetime? Uh, no. Like, how no, do you get no. off when you literally on the tape looking at the camera yo, multiple man, times? Hey, yo, man, we got 4K and then some kind of way They say that it's somebody else and you get you off. greased everybody's pockets. I mean, the girl yo, said yo. it wasn't her. The family said it wasn't her. He had an alibi of where he was. He, you know... It, no, didn't he say at the, the time jury, he said it was you his brother. see him on the tape, it doesn't matter. Bro, like, he said it he said it was his brother in the tape. Right, he said it could have been. And, and, he and looks the like him. And the documentary they showed his brothers. His brothers don't look nothing like him. Nothing <laughs> like him. His brothers his brother <laughs> both his brothers like 120 pounds heavier than him, man. And, I remember at the time them saying like it was his twin brother. That that dude ain't got no twin and he don't look nothing man, like him. Man, he got three, he got two brothers and neither one of them look exactly like if you told me there was just like a regular dude from his block, I'd be like, "Okay, that's just a regular dude from his block, right. not his brother." I would not be able to pick that dude out of a lineup as being his brother, man. I, if they were standing side by side, I, they, they I mean, they got the same complexion and, and some general features, but they don't look at nothing alike, man. That was crazy. And I mean, this is the first time really, and this is what I think is making it real for people, is that one, every single woman on there telling their story, yeah, balling, balling. And I mean, fat tears. This ain't no made up, oh, I'm just sniffling. It was balling. And you, you don't see things like that where, where uh, black women, as strong as they are, you ain't everybody ain't just sitting up crying. Yeah. Telling they telling their story, and they got the ex-wife. And like every single person, the ex-wife crying, bawling yeah. on there. Every single person, man. And then we get details of the of the acts and stuff like that, man. It was so crazy. I, I did think the one girl that was weird, uh, the light skinned chick who was like twenty something. She's like, oh yeah, I thought the I thought the girl was fifteen, but then I found out she was fourteen, and I was appalled. I was like, what? So when when she was fifteen, it was okay, but when she was fourteen, I'm appalled. Can't do this no more. No. Yo, so let me give you let me yeah, let me man, give y'all the layup right here. So I mean, do y'all think this would have been any different if these were if these were white chicks? Obviously. I think the prosecution, they would prosecute him anyway. He, he would have been in jail they a long time, time ago. They they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care whether or not they had witnesses. They would have just found a way to, to put him in jail. Mm. And they said this was the first time like that, that he had an all black jury. Like, where does that happen? We'll never get no all black jury. In Chicago, in Chicago, in Chicago, yeah, it might have to be. Autographed copies of uh, whatever twelve play, and the jury, <laughs> you know, they were rocking with him. I remember people, black people, were happy. You know, I probably, I may have been happy myself when he got off back then, because that's before, you know, you really grown and matured, and you know, just understand exactly what was going on. So I know, you know, black people were happy when he got off. Like, yeah, woo! Word, yeah. Was I the people. only person? Was I the only person riding on the like R. Kelly to go to jail back then? 
I feel like Maybe. I was. You always the only person doing everything. So yeah, you probably were. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like I, I was just like dog. Like I saw him. Like that's enough for me. Like I'm out. And he needs to go to jail. I thought it was. I thought it was a slam dunk, man. No way he was getting off. Now, and you Grand got him. But now, money. man, he's changed. He's changed tactics. Now he's changed tactics, and he just hang on to him until they of age, and then you never see him again. Yeah. This I, dude could have killed this one little girl. It's been three years. Nobody's seen her. She could be dead. Nobody knows. R. Kelly right, man, so let's, let's, has denied yeah. all the allegations. Of he course. Set up, they kept saying that. He has set that. up a blog where oh, he's yeah. going to fight <laughs> his accusers and prove that they're lying. Yeah. So R. Kelly is saying he didn't do it. All right. And he's he threatened to sue everybody. So we know if he was really guilty, he would not threaten to sue for this documentary. So, But wait, first, first he said that uh, he didn't watch it. But he know everybody was lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I ain't watching, but everybody was lying, and and I'm gonna go one by one. Sam, it's it, it's like it's like the Bill Cosby thing, man. Like if, two, if one person, two people, maybe maybe even three people say you say you accuse you of something, like I, I, I'll give you benefit of the doubt. I'll rock with you. Right. What is it, like literally a six part documentary of all people? <laughs> That, oh, you know what? I draw the I draw the line at, at maybe one. And nowadays, I'm not even gonna give you the one. I got I still gotta see what's going look, on. I still gotta hear both people say what happened. It, yeah, this man, was one of those situations, like Ryan said. There was a videotape that everybody saw, and yes. there was the <laughs> wedding or the marriage to Aaliyah that everybody knew about. So yeah, this that was is, a doubt. This is just yes. not in doubt. So I think we done talked about R. Kelly. Yeah, no, let's let, let's talk about one more R. Kelly. Let's let's, let's end it on a lighter note with yeah, R. Kelly. So so one of the one of the one of the the, the if there's any funny part of this whole thing was there was a whole thread on Twitter about R. Kelly, <laughs> R. Kelly sightings over over the years, you know, various topics, you know, him at the mall, him at the high schools, which is, you know, a nasty part. But there was one funny part, and that was uh, reports of R. Kelly and his hooping uh, a prowess throughout uh, his, his throughout the years. There were a lot of there was this Twitter feed where people were just adding their story about running into R. Kelly at, at local gyms or high school basketball courts and him uh, playing games with his entourage where basically the, the, the entire entourage would be on the team with him and they would play defense and do everything else and he would just kind of walk back up and down the court and they would just basically <laughs> run up the court on fast break and pass the ball to him and wait for him to jack up a, a, right. a, a trash half-court shot <laughs> and then play, hustle back and play defense and nobody said anything to him. So did y'all read this thread? I know you Ryan, did, Ryan. And I, 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 got I didn't read the thread. Out. I read the, I, I saw the video where dude was like, yeah, man, R. Kelly pretty weird, man. He was at the gym. He's like, Gilbert Arenas was there. He'll vouch for me. <laughs> He's like it. And, uh, uh, the other team, they just passed him the ball, and he took every single shot. Nobody else took a shot. Word, yeah. And they were saying, like, <laughs> but, but if you read the thread I sent you, man, they were, they were, it was like, they, they were talking about, like, uh, like he'd be on, if, like, if you got picked on the team with R. Kelly, and, and you shot the ball, it's like just a random dude, like, just, like, ish, get on the team with R. Kelly, and like, hey, I'm going I'm to I'm put up the first shot. Like, oh, man, he tried to get you off, he tried to get you off the team right then and there, man. He's like, nah, man, you can't oh, run with us. And, like, when they wow. when his team lost, like, no, nah, he just stay on the court, man. I mean, so he, he was he was following no rules out there on the streets, on, on, the, on the courts, man. And that's just, that's just a, a violation uh, up and down, for real, man. Yeah, you lucky <laughs> he didn't just... bring that stuff to STO because he would have caught hands. Yeah, because you got shot, that. dog. You would have got shot. So, so in honor yeah. of that, I just want to know, what, what is, do y'all have any crazy hooping, personal hooping stories? Any, anything unusual happen, with, happen to y'all out there on the courts in, in STL or, or elsewhere? 
And Ish, you're an international baller, so I, 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 I know you got at least one good story for us. Come on, man. Give us something. And that might be a whole nother podcast right there. Man, it was kind of, I mean, it reminds me of just playing with Ishman. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of times where nobody else got a shot. It's like we were, just, we were just passing the ball to him, man, and he was just taking shots. We rebound, man. Nobody, you know, it's him, R. Kelly, and Iverson. Like, that's just that's just how they played. You just got used <laughs> hey, to it. I dropped dimes, baby. I, I passed the ball. I didn't get mad if you shot. I only got mad if you missed. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, lesson I, learned: Don't I play with R. Kelly and like, don't play with Ish. Okay, good to oh, good don't, to know. Don't play with Omar. Don't play with Omar Sneed. That's yeah. how he plays. <laughs> he didn't pass us the ball, not none. I'm like, dog. I I ran down the court. I'm open on the fast break. He just like, I'm gonna shoot this three. That sounds yeah, exactly like care. R. Kelly. Yo. <laughs> sounds exactly like R. Kelly. Yeah, I remember R. Yeah. Kelly was. Uh, I think he was on the Rock and Jock or whatever. I think he he had a little bit of skills on there. I remember he was Yeah, he could hoop. Him. It was him and uh, Brian McKnight. It was nice. Oh, yeah, Brian McKnight was, was definitely nice, for real. Not that we want to give him any credit. I mean, yeah, he's, he's still, still trash. Pedophile. That don't mean he couldn't hoop. I know. I know. Yep. Pedophile that has morphed into, uh, uh, I don't know what he's morphed into. He, he's, be- he's become something else so that he can try to stay free. Do y'all think he, he puts back on the mask for a few for a few years? You think he goes back to the, the, the little... The... <laughs> <laughs> he probably put that mask on regularly anyway. <laughs> That's just part of his routine. So, hey, cause, yeah, because the, the the one chick was was crying, talking about we had to do unthinkable things, and I'm like, dang, what the hell y'all doing? That you all the stuff y'all have said is, is she, man. If you looking like that, just when you walk into an empty house, just other memories, dude. That's crazy. All right, I'm gonna have to watch the last four parts. But yeah, man, it was it was it was too nasty for even for me, a, a certified nasty guy. It was too nasty for even me to get through on yeah, one take. Yeah. So let's move and on. They put man. Charlemagne on there. Charlemagne, like you got two rape charges, man. <laughs> like two allegations. You got two allegations. You really can't get on here and talk. <laughs> like you need to you need to uh, tell them that I can't I can't do this anymore. It's it's never stopped him from talking before, man. It, it's it'll, and it never will. So don't worry about that, man. Yeah. All right, so let's get off that, man. We've been talking. We talked about R. Kelly for way too long, uh, but it, it was. It's definitely been interesting. So we want to. Yep. We're going to end on a lighter note with a couple of different topics. Yep. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> so so th- this is what's going on out here in Black America. Uh, debate. Uh, Ush- did y'all see Usher's new hairstyle? <laughs> and how do you rank it versus Young Jock's new hairstyle? <laughs> if you've seen the Young Jock photo. Uh, the the young jock uh, did he had he had like blue hair or something? It was right? like blue. There was like a line. It looked like your your yeah, aunt's yeah. hair on the side. It was it was pretty wild, man. You you can't yeah it was blue. You I mean it, it it's a man with a haircut, so it looked kind of weird. But at the same time, it was kind of dope. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but uh yeah, I mean I saw I saw a couple of Usher pictures with just him on the dark and lovely box, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna I'm side with uh with Young Jock. I'm gonna side with Young Jock as far as hairstyles go. Would you stand beside if if I had Young Jock's hairstyle? Would you would you have, just just kick it with me in public? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to know. Because I'm because I'm if I had if if I saw you with a dude that had Young Jock's hairstyle like that and just hanging out, I I I definitely feel some kind of way about you. Not to say it's wrong or right, but I definitely feel some kind of way. <laughs> Yo, I didn't do you for a long time, man. So if you decided to go, Young Jock, you know, 
Uh, yeah, we still boys. <laughs> He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> we still boys, but <laughs> you go get them jokes. I, look, man, look, I, Ryan's not inviting me to church if I have the young jock hairstyle. Ish, what about you, man? Who you, who you got in this debate? Man, if I have to pick one, which I really don't want to because they're both pretty much trash, <laughs> but if I got to pick one, I got to roll with Usher, man. Like, Usher's hairstyle. For sure. It reminds me more of people back in what what the 30s or the 40s you know when you yeah. had the little yeah. bebop groups and that's how they had their hair young jock in that blue hairstyle he looked like somebody auntie you know how somebody that, auntie exactly. got like a little mustache on the front where you know she <laughs> needed, like he looked like that auntie that got a little mustache in the front so that looks terrible but you know Usher already had Usher rocking what young jock already had that's why because uh, young jock to move to the next level Usher just trying to catch up. He, he Usher, may be, but uh, no, nah, I'm a. I wonder if he in the movie. I wonder if he in a movie or something. Yeah, that's what they were talking about, on Joe. But I don't know, man. Something like that. Six heartbeats. Yeah. Okay. Nah, he looked. He yeah. looked. Like, he looked like. He looked like a Malcolm X before he went to prison. That's what he looked like. Usher got his own problems, though. I guess we forgot about his his other news. Oh, he got divorced. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot about his old problems. Oh yeah. yeah I think, about I think all now. those lawsuits <laughs> ended up getting dropped. So I think he's free and clear from that. Although. I know he uh, he just is got he a free divorce, and clear for real. So, uh, yeah, just got is, is he cured. Like his marriage oh, yeah, suffered from that, <laughs> but I think he's uh, he's out of the woods in in terms of legal trouble with that. Could, do, do we do okay. we do we believe that big girl when she had that press conference about a year or two ago? <laughs> she was she was the one um, that they are they proved was she was lying. Oh yeah, man! I, I, I just had to take one look at her. I was like, I, I can't see this, man. I can't, I can't see this. But okay. But she was, she was the chick that he brought up on stage, though. Supposedly. Well, that's like that's there was video of that. I thought. Oh, that's something different, man. But okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. So, all right. Oh no! I mean, shout, shout out to Usher, man. Anytime you can, uh, you can, you can change the news story, change the headline, and we talking about something else. You know, more power to you, man. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it was a good week for him to, to be in the news for something positive, especially R. Kelly, so, <laughs> all the stuff right. going out there. So, so this is a win for Usher for sure. Yeah, and I thought I yep. thought this young jock, he trying to be like Young Thug now. So it seems like a hairstyle Young Thug would have. So this young jock trying to. Be <laughs> hey, like young jock, young jock is mo- known more now for his hair than he is any music. Has he done any music? He's still rapping. Is he still even young jock, or is he just jock now? Because he got to be. I think he, he young jock. It always say young jock every time I see it. Oh, well, he's not young for real, but his, it's it's you engine. Right, right. So, all right. <laughs> so let's, changes with age. So let's go on to the final story, and so this one this one's actually a local story for me. Uh, but so right. so this dude. So there's a there's a there, uh, in, in in this uh, a dude in North Charlotte. For whatever reason, he is trying to, I guess he's trying to kidnap a girl. I don't know if they were related or, you know, married or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. But there's a lady out there. I believe she's pregnant and she's in a shopping center. And so this dude is trying to, like, get her into a car some kind of way. The lady manages to break free and just happens to run into a karate studio. Nice. (laughs) Which is, if you're going to run to have any place to run into, definitely run to the karate studio. So she runs into a karate studio. And a, a, a gentleman in there, I forget his name, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, Randall Ephraim. Let's give him props because he's a hero. Okay, shout out to Randall. A black dude. Uh, by the way, a black dude. Uh, he's in there. Dojo master. Uh, yeah, right. And so then the uh, the guy, the suspect runs into the, the, the dojo. And for whatever reason, he says, like, hey, give me that girl. That she's mine. She's with me. You know, whatever. What? 
And so it's now it's between this big dude and then the karate instructor to get the girl. And so as you can imagine, things did not go according to the, 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 the suspect's plans. And so he got hands and feet put on, <laughs> all up on him. And he was carried out of the dojo in a stretcher and hospital, <laughs> hospitalized for undisclosed in, injuries. So props, first of all, props to Randall Ephraim for knocking this dude the hell out. Uh, but yo, man, is, is this not the dumbest criminal uh, so far of 2019? Yeah, it is. Yes, yes. Wow. I don't know, man. I mean, you you can't really apply logic to any any criminals or anybody doing crazy stuff like this. But if if you missed your shot, man, why why are you still chasing? Like this, you missed it, you know. But yeah, he deserved it. He deserved that beat down. I'm glad he got it. Hopefully, uh, he 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 gets his in prison and he gets a long sentence. See, now I feel like Ish. Now I I would never accuse Ish of doing anything like this, but I feel like Ish is the has the kind of mentality. If he were to happen to stumble into a into a a karate dojo, I think I think he thinks he's think got, he could beat. People. I think he think he's got yeah. he's got those hands, or he's or he could you know he could just fight him off you know I Bruce agree. Lee style you know you know one against thirty and just just handle himself. So Ish, I mean, do you, do, is that is that your mentality going into a situation like this? Well, again, I'm I'm not gonna put myself on that criminal side, but let's say I was sure uh, a janitor in a karate dojo, and I never took karate, never a day in my life. But if, if there was a situation where a big kidnapper ran into there trying to take this woman, uh, or even let's say it was five or six, then yes, you're right. I would jump into battle mode. I would try to knock their heads off. Uh, and, and, and I would go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Now, now, the funny part I, I, on I, this story, <laughs> if and check the show notes, people, uh, because we will have links to each of these stories that we talked about but when you look at the dude's mugshot and you see the scrapes and scratches and bruises <laughs> yeah. on that man's head <laughs> right you can tell the top of his head he got that yo, business man. yo he and he's not, and he's not a little he's not a little, little fat. dude man it's a, it's a, it looks like a he looks like a, yeah, a, a well-built dude he looks it looks like he could do some damage himself man so that karate dude yeah. must have tore him up yeah shout out to the uh the dojo master he kind of looked like morgan from The Walking Dead. You look at the word. Okay. Do we? Let's see. Let me pull this picture. Yeah, yeah it's down there at the bottom. Uh, okay. That's got to be the every karate instructor's wet dream. Like, like I'm, I'm sure every all the, anybody <laughs> any grown, I've been training for this all my life. Or any grown man that's in, that's that's a karate instructor. This is like his wet dream. He wake, He probably just fantasizes. He probably masturbates to this fantasy. Like some dude coming in there and just wanting to catch just catch a beat down and letting this dude administer minister it to him. Like, yeah, so it's an 80s movie that has come to real life. Exactly. You know, and the, and the word. The crazy thing about it is. The story says that when the guy, uh, the criminal, when he initially tried to come in, like the dojo master, he, Ephraim, uh, he pushed him out. Like he didn't let him get in the door. I guess he was trying to push in the door. He was able to kind of, you know, just smack his hands down or whatever and shut the door and get him close. So it really wasn't a fight the first time he tried to get in. And the guy, mm-hmm. instead of leaving, I guess he probably went around the corner, waited a couple seconds for him to leave the door. Then he came back in wanting round two. So when he actually came in the second time, that's when he got dealt with. And what um, 
what Ephraim said. He said, I, I, went, I then went into action defending myself and got him out of the dojo. That was the first time. And then he says, once he attempted to attack again and was dealt with accordingly. <laughs> so that's, that's like the words of a true karate master. He was dealt with yeah, accordingly. Right. Yo, man, have you ever? I've never been in a fight like that, but like, I, like, okay, I know the dude. He obviously he he wanted something from this woman. He wanted her, whatever, money, whatever. But like, yo, when that dude in that karate gi gets and with the black belt going, <laughs> he gets down into some in some weird stance you've never seen before, and you just in your regular like little roll up trying to fight and put those hands. Like I, I like I'm just gonna turn and run, man. I'm not. There's there no way once I see the karate dude in full karate uniform getting some weird like karate uh, fighting stance. I'm I'm just gonna stand there, man. I'm not, I'm not. Like there's gotta be some point like where you just like I'm out, man. I'm I'm gone. I, I this, I'm not about to to, to get, take this L right here. But my man couldn't do it, man. It's, it's just nuts, man. Right. Yeah. There, there's a video. I, I was song. I was actually I was actually in karate. As a, as a young man with the, uh, in uh, I think uh, sixth grade sixth grade yeah yeah I went to uh, Wolves Center down on Kings <laughs> Highway doing a little karate uh, for the summer and you know I was a I was a, a a little big dude back then I wasn't tall but I was still big so I had to fight um, the older student in the class this dude was a purple belt I was a white belt man I ain't had nothing this dude was a purple belt he used to be practicing with the size you know like Raphael have. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to be doing that They used to be practicing with swords before we came into the class And this dude was one of them dudes that he was there when we got there And he was there when we left So he was serious about this And that was my sparring partner Man that dude beat the mess out of me man <laughs> <laughs> Beat the mess out of me in every match It wasn't even fair man Why am I fighting this dude But yes man he beat me down He beat me down quite a bit Dragonfly Oh man We're going to have to find Oh well you had to edit that out uh, we're gonna have to find Mrs. Black Ryan or Mama Black Ryan. We're gonna have to get some photos yeah, from back in the day. My mama was there. My mama was <laughs> well, there. She, she, that's probably why she signed you up. So like, somebody gonna she probably, I, I, she probably was like, "Stay down, baby." Right, so she probably got some baby. good pictures. So don't we get need up. those pictures. <laughs> you know what? No pictures back then. You'd have to have a Kodak. A Kodak. Right. She had that so joint. No she had that wind up joint. Uh, quick, 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 quick. Uh, I thought I was gonna have to fight my boy Chris, man. I was I couldn't wait on him, man. That dude was so soft. I was like, yeah, I'm about to whoop this dude, but nope, you're gonna fight him. Not fair. Mm-mm. Gotta go Ryan into it with confidence, man. Gotta go into it with confidence. That dude. Was <laughs> Where are you? Was What's his name? What's his name? Cold. Let's let's get it on right now. It's cold. Yo, man, if I try to do anything with a side, I'm definitely going to stab myself in the face. And that's not right. going to be the last time I mess with a side. So. He was cold. Hey, real talk, this story made me want to go take karate classes. Yeah, yeah. If anything, man, one day I'm going to take, uh, take that Israeli fighting. Oh, that Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Krav Maga, yeah, man, because I ain't got time to be fighting, dog. I just need to put you down real quick. <laughs> So that's pressure points, so man. That's what I'm just learn those pressure points, man. They teach you in those. They, they, yeah. they taught us some of those in the army, man. Like the pressure points and stuff like that. This shit, this stuff works, man. Stuff works. Pressure points break a limb, Word. and then we get to be like, all right, man, I'm done. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Let's close it out, man. We done. <laughs> that's it. Close that's it. it. We done. We done. We done. Or is we finished? We finished or we through? We finished. So Ishmael, where can they find us? Uh. 
Yeah, just where can they find us? Yo, you can find the Black Delegates Podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. If you want to follow the Black Ryan, he is at the Black Ryan on Twitter. Box Wine Poppy is at Box Wine Poppy on Twitter. And I am on Twitter and Instagram at Ish Creates. That's I-S-H Creates. I have uh, not been tweeting or really Instagramming lately, but we're in the new year now. We're in 2019, so I guess I'm going to come off a of vacation, and we will bless you with these tweets and these Instagram stories. Also, if you want to email us, if you want to tell us some suggestions, if you want to tell us how we're doing, you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Facebook as well, Paul. What can people do to help out the show? Like us and subscribe and tell a friend, man. That's what we want you to do. That's it. That's it, That's <laughs> it man. I feel like it used to, it used it, to be more to it. You I'm used to say short and sweet in 2019, Mr. man. I'm about to get, get long-winded right. into it. If you, if you don't listen to episodes, you know what to do already. So do it. Do it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we're going to keep it short then. We over we overtime by eight minutes. Uh, the time Nazi says get off, so we're going to sign off. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Peace.